if you were to go with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse number 5, there's a scripture there that the Lord has been using to minister to my heart all week. And I pray tonight that it will minister to yours as well. Amen. And I pray that the Lord will bless you from what he's been speaking to me on. The Bible says this in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse number 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Now when you read that first part, you don't see where this scripture is going. When you read that first part, you're like, oh wow, pastor is about to really get on us about not chasing money this year. But the next part of that scripture like totally flips. That you begin to wonder what that first part got to do with it. And I'll try to explain that before I leave the stage. But it says, keep your lives free from the love of money. Not from money, but from the love of it. And be content. Isn't that the hardest thing? To be content with what you have? I mean... This night is a good example that we're not because everybody is trying to say goodbye to 21 because you're not content with 2021. But I do believe there are some people that, that even though you know you might want a new year and new breakthrough and new things, you're still happy about where God has got you right now because you know he's still God and he's never left the throne. Come on, somebody. And being content is an is a, is a, a awfully hard task. I myself struggle with that. I'm always looking at what can I gain more? What can I do more? What else can I do? And that's a good mindset, but sometimes you got to stop and look at what you have. One of the lines in that song says, I can't believe that I always complain, right? You gave me a wife and all I could see is what I don't have, not what I got. All I could see is what I don't have and not what I got. And so the Bible says, keep your, keep your lives free from the love of those things and be content with what you have because God has said, come on somebody, when God says something, you can believe it. What has God said? Never will I leave you. Come on, say that tonight. Never will I leave you. And never will I forsake you. Come on somebody, let's say that again. Never will I leave you. And never will I forsake you. I want you to type that in the chat room tonight. If you're watching me tonight and you're sick in body. And you don't know what your future looks like. I came to tell you this. God says even though you feel alone. You're not lonely. Because God says never will I leave you. And never will I forsake you. If you're confused. If you lost a loved one. If you don't know what tomorrow will bring. The Lord says I am not far from you. I will never leave you. And never forsake you and that's a promise from the almighty God who sits on the throne tonight to every believer amen somebody I want to talk to you tonight if I were amen uh, to preach the, the, the topic that I want to talk to you tonight about and you can put it up on the screen for me amen those that are watching at home for the next few minutes I want to talk to you tonight about why I can be confident come on somebody why I can be confident. Come on somebody. Why I can be confident. Why I can be confident. I want us to pray together tonight. Say Father God I thank you for all that you've done in my heart. And I thank you for the online people that are watching and those in this room. And as we're about to leave another momentous uh, uh, year Father. We just pray that this word would ring for real in our hearts. 
that the same God who was with us in 2020, 2019, 2021 is the same keeper that is going before us, that was before us, that is with us and all around us. Your presence is everywhere and we can't outrun you tonight, Father. So have your way in this service in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, like I said earlier, time is passing and nobody can get it back. Time is precious. Time is your best commodity. What you do with it will determine a lot. One day it will come to an end. Uh, but I want you to know that while you're living life, in the life we live in, there are so many challenges that sometimes we, we waste time. And the thing is, the thing is, you got to be careful because when you waste time, time turns around and it wastes you. Uh, think about that for a second. Every second you've wasted has wasted your life. Come on, somebody. And so I want you to think about that. We don't, I have a saying, I don't, I, I, I made up my mind to stop living to count years. And I'm praying to God to make my years count. Because as I count them, I count them, I count them. I know eventually time is not forever to no man. And there are so many distractions and so many things that are fighting for your attention, fighting for your mind. So many distractions. Some of you are not happy about where you are tonight. You should have done more and should have been further. Doors should have been open. Things should have happened in your life that have, would have propelled you further. And as a result, you feel a little bit discouraged. And as you get older, you got to deal with family issues and you got to deal with trials and tribulations and you got to deal with how to take care of the kids how to make ends meet and you got to deal with sometimes finding out that you're sick in your body and you got to deal with all these things and it can sometimes get so overwhelming in your life that you begin to feel like is there anybody that is with me watching over me but I want you to know that there is somebody who is always watching over you and his name is Jesus the Bible just doesn't say this in the book of Hebrews one time. The Bible doesn't say God will never leave you nor forsake you one time. This is something that is repetitive in the Bible. And you know when somebody keeps saying something over and over again, they mean it. Have you ever had that experience with your parents when they said something to you and then they turned and said, Don't let me have to say it again. What they usually mean is if I got to say it twice, I'm trying to let you know that I really mean it. Amen. And I want you to know if God says something over and over and over again, he really means it. And watch this, y'all. The first time this was ever said, well, not the first time, but the first time this promise that is quoted was ever spoken was in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 6. The Bible says that God was telling this to the children of Israel when they were getting ready to possess the land. This is what it says in that scripture. Be strong and courageous. I want to tell somebody that tonight. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Now listen to this y'all. The children of Israel were getting ready to leave out of bondage and enter into a, a land that is called a promised land. But in this journey they are seeing so many unexpected things that oftentimes the Bible used the word here and it wouldn't have used it if they didn't feel it. 
8. It says, tell them don't be terrified. There are things in your life that comes at times that grips your heart with terror. And they were entering into a land with unexpected things. Things they didn't know. Obstacles. The Bible says that one part, they brought back a report and somebody said there's giants in the land. There's this in the land. That in the land. There's a lot of unexpected things. And just like the children of Israel in 2022, I want you to know there's going to be, I'm not here to tell you it's going to be a bed of roses. There is going to be unexpected things. But here's my first point to you. And oftentimes we always say this, expect the unexpected. But can I go further tonight? That not only are you to expect the unexpected, but I want you to also expect an unexpected move of the Holy Spirit too. Come on, somebody. Too many times we focus on the unexpected and brace ourselves for impact. But as believers, you got to switch that up a little bit. Who am I talking to tonight? As a believer, you got to switch it up to where, yes, there might be unexpected things. But the unexpected things don't know I serve an unexpected God who is able to come through in my life in ways that I never thought he could come through. Unexpected miracles, unexpected blessings, unexpected doors open in your life. You don't believe me? Look at the children of Israel. They went, they went to, uh, uh, as they were told this, they went and God unexpectedly parted the Jordan. They went and they saw a big city that was walled off. So thick is the wall. And God said, all I want you to do is march around the wall. And on the seventh day, I want you to shout after you've marched around a certain amount of times and the Bible says when they shouted hallelujah the walls came down they got unexpected enemies but they had an unexpected God who was able to show up and pull every wall down so in this next year I want you to know that you can expect unexpected things but also keep an eye out for God Come on, somebody. Somebody need to write that down in the chat room tonight. Keep an eye out for God. Hallelujah. The, the other time this was said in the Bible was in the book of Genesis chapter 28, verse number 15. It was said, hallelujah, to a brother by the name of Jacob. Y'all would remember Jacob, right? Jacob had an interesting life. Jacob was born a twin to his brother. And him and his brother were at odds from the wound. When they left the womb, they were fighting. And the Bible says as they grew older, the mother took a liking to Jacob and the father took a liking to Esau. And the, the, the Jacob's name means schemer, right? Uh, supplanter, right? And he was a trickster. And indeed, he lived most of his earlier life tricking and, 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 and treating people uh, 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 not the right way, tricking them into believing things that wasn't true and stealing from them. And the people were, 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 you know, they would fall for it. And the Bible says that he did this to his brother and got his blessing from his father. One day when the father lost his eyesight, the Bible says, the mother says, come here, go inside and pretend to be your older brother and let your father give you a blessing. And the father blessed him. And the father said, are you sure you are Esau? He said, I'm sure. He said, you, you, you sound like Jacob, but you smell like Esau. Amen. And, and the Bible says that the father gave him the blessing. 
And when the brother returned, the brother came in the house and said, Father, give me a blessing. He said, Son, I gave, I gave it away already to your brother, and there's nothing left for you. Well, Esau got so angry, and Jacob knew this. Jacob was on the run. And so many times you think people know the Lord, but they have not had an encounter yet with God. And the Bible says while he was on the run, he went to a particular place. And when he went to that particular place, the Bible says he found a stone because he was on the run. I want you to know that in 2022, there are things oftentimes that you don't really understand that pushes you into a strange space. There might be those watching me tonight that are in a strange space. You, you never plan to end up where you are tonight, but you're there. Maybe depression has got you not wanting to leave the bedroom tonight. You, 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 you are locked up in, in shackles tonight. Maybe there's trust issues. Maybe somebody hurt you so bad. Maybe there are things that nobody understands and it puts you in a strange place. And when you go to sleep, you go to sleep like Jacob. I would rather sleep on a my pillow. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I would rather sleep on some designer pillow that promised me once I put my head on it, I'll never ever be able to wake up again. But the Bible says this man made a pillow out of a rock. That means he was sleeping in a hard place. And many of people tonight are watching this and you're going to sleep in a hard space in your mind. A hard space in your heart. The divorce hits you so hard and you, you can't recover. The, 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 the whatever's happened in your life and you're in a hard space. And the Bible says that he went to sleep and this is what happened. An unexpected God showed up in his life. And the Bible says God also said this to Jacob in Genesis 28, 15. I am with you. Come on, somebody. I want you to know that if you're in a strange space, that doesn't disqualify you from God coming in your life. Oh, who am I talking to in this place? And he says, uh, uh, said this, I am with you and I will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you. There it goes again. Until I have done what I promised you. God is telling him, don't worry about time. I hold time in my hand. Don't worry about the space you're in. If I am with you and I've said something over your life, I will bring it to pass in your life and no devil in hell can take you out until I've accomplished what I've accomplished in your life tonight. Come on, somebody. And here's my second point to you tonight from the life of Jacob. God will turn those tough places into praise spaces. Come on, somebody. Because the Bible says after this, Jacob woke up and he said, I have uh, had an experience and an encounter with God. And he says, God, if you said you will be with me from now on, you will be my God. He even went further to say this. I don't know where he got this from. He says, and I'll come back here and I'll give you a tenth of everything I have. 
Now I'll leave you all alone tonight. But, but, but his heart was that God, if you will be with me, everything I've done in my past, I'll let go of right now and I'll turn this place. And he called the place Bethel, which means this is the home of God, which means this is where God dwells. God turned the hard space into a place of praise. And the same God that did that for Jacob can do that for you tonight. Can I show you where else God also said that? He said that to two other people. He said it to Joshua and Solomon. This is what he said in the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. He says, have I not commanded you? And it stops there. He says, have I not commanded you? Look at these words. They're being repeated again, y'all. Be what? strong and what courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go come on somebody look at this he said it also in the book of Chronicles 28 20 to, to Solomon David also said to Solomon his son Watch this, y'all. Look, put it up, put it up. I want the folks to see this tonight. Look at what he says in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 28, 20. David also said this to his son. What? Be strong. And what? Is the Bible trying to tell you something or what? That you got more to be confident about than to be afraid of. You hear me, Brother Steve? You walk into 2022, fly as the jacket you were wearing earlier. Come on, somebody. Say, I'm going to walk into 2022 strong and courageous. I need some volunteer in this room to stand up and show me your walk. Hallelujah. Just real quick, just demonstrate to me how you ready. Amen. All over this room. There we, there we go. We got to step in this room tonight. Let me tell you something. We walking into next year strong and courageous believing that he is God look what he says he says be strong and courageous and do what do the work look at this again do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God and look how David threw that part in there only the king could do that right he said for the Lord God who is my God Come on, some David trying to tell y'all something. To some, he's the Lord God. But to me, he's my personal. Oh, my gosh. He says, my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. Can I get an amen today? Let me tell you something. What is the Bible saying to you? The Bible is saying to you this. These were two men who were taking up leadership. Joshua was getting ready to lead the children of Israel. Solomon was getting ready to build a temple and soon become king. And the Bible says to them, don't be scared of the position you're in. The God that you serve is bigger than any position you will ever be in. Don't be intimidated by any position. Marvel at a big God. Come on, somebody. Amen. This is his universe. Marvel at it. See what I did there? See what I did there? This is his universe. Marvel at it. 
Get it? Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Don't ever be intimidated by any task that's in front of you. This year is going to have its challenges. Father, mother that are watching, one of your biggest jobs is to parent your child. Don't let it intimidate you. Don't let the culture raise your child and you quit. Don't let the culture win. You stand up and the same God that is talking here is with you and don't let the position intimidate you do the work hallelujah be whatever God has called you to be raise that child if they don't get it the first time tell them a second tell them a third tell them a fourth tell them until you see the change that you're looking for coming if you've got a book to write and it seems hard to do it do it in the name of Jesus if you've got something to build build it in the name of Jesus if you've got something in your heart that the Lord has put in your heart to do do it in the name of Jesus hallelujah if you've been elevated in your job or in some position in your life don't be afraid ah pastor you don't know I don't have a degree and I don't qualify and I don't I'm not part of the upper echelon it doesn't matter who you have with you is greater than what's coming against you and I want you to remember that tonight in the mighty name of Jesus here's my third point God will help you in every difficult task. And it brings us back to my scripture that I started with. Throughout the whole Old Testament, this is reiterated. God comes to his people. He comes to them personally and he says to them, I am with you. I am with you. You see, uh, 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 popular teaching today teaches you that your confidence should lie within yourself to believe in you now there's nothing wrong with self-esteem and knowing your ability and potential but sometimes you got to realize that in yourself there are limits come on somebody and so the bible says when you are weak he is strong why does the Bible say that? Does the Bible want me to be this weak, feeble person walking around timid, then God will come help me? Does the Bible want me to be somebody who's sick and ready to die, then God shows up? No, the Bible is not telling you go out and act weak and, and choose to be defeated. But what it's telling you is that when you recognize there's a weakness in humanity, then humility steps in and then God can become strong. But as long as you're fighting the battle, he can't. Come on, somebody. If we say the battle is the Lord's, then you got to let it go. If you say, God, I've forgiven that person and, and helped me let go of it, then you can't, you can't keep fighting them. Come on, somebody. If the battle is the Lord's, how are you fighting it? And so the Bible says this over and over again. And then when you get to the New Testament, the writer of the book of Hebrews says it to the entire body of the church. Because it has not stopped in the Old Testament. What is true then is true for the church now. That the God that was with Moses is with you tonight. Isn't that awesome to know? Isn't that awesome to know that the God, that, that same God that visited Jacob on that stone is with you. 
the same God is with you. And the, the, the writer of Hebrews says it like this. He says, he gives a, a beginning part. He says, watch out for the love of money. And be content. Now, when you say that, it always sounds like you want me to be content because you never had much. But he's saying if you chase the, the love of money and let that rule your heart and you're never content, then you miss the greater of the two. That compared to money, there's a something that is in God that will satisfy you more than anything on planet earth ever will. And I know that for a fact. That all that matters is what you've done with your life for the Lord. And the Bible says, be careful that you don't get caught up in the world. Because if you do, you're going to miss who God is. And you'll miss the biggest blessing that the God that we serve says this. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I want to end with a story that I've told a thousand times in this church. And you, you can join me up here, Sister Carly, to reiterate this point that I'm making. You might be watching tonight and you're missing out on what God is trying to do in your life because you've been having a concept that God exists so that I can chase things. Chase God and things will follow. Chase God and doors will open. Live with a pure heart and watch God unfold things that you thought would never open in your life. See, when you chase the things, the things become a problem because when you get them, now you got to figure out how to keep them. And sometimes the things bring more problems. And it reminds me of a story that I've told a million times. I want to tell you tonight as we go into this new year. You know, there was a man by the name of Danny Simpson who tried to rob a bank in Ottawa, Canada. And he used a gun... Hallelujah. And the, and the story goes, the gun that he used, he took it out of his, wherever he got it from, and he went and robbed the bank, and he, I think he robbed and he got maybe a couple hundred dollars, got away. Well, a week later, they found him and arrested him and found the gun that he used to rob the bank. And the story goes, this was a, an antique expensive gun that was worth thousands of dollars he was robbing a bank for hundreds of dollars but in his own hands he couldn't see he had thousands and many of us God says I'll never leave but the problem is not him leaving as we've left because we're looking for something else Man, he wants relationship with you tonight. He wants relationship with you tonight. He wants to be part of your life. Instead of complaining, begin to talk to God about those issues and whatever's going on in your life. And I want to pray with you. And I want you in the next, I believe we got four minutes left for 2021. And I want you to gather with your family right now at home. If you've got your family, I want you to gather with them in this room. There's very few of us in here. And I want you to pray if 
you know, whoever you got to call or whatever, let them know you're there. And I want you to begin to pray over your family tonight.